Hey everyone, thank you for joining the live event today. I'm Dr. Maria Sampalos, your host. I have Martizal Abram here today. Uh, he is the head of training and functioning at Revial uh, Vision in Dubai. Hello, how are you today? Hi, Dr. Maya. I'm good. How are you? Great, Thanks great. For having me. Yeah, I wanted to have you on because you have such a, a lot of experience. You have about 16 years experience and 11 years in corporate optometry. And, um, you know, you've worked in pivotal roles in India, now in Dubai. And I think it's great to um, give doctors um, an experience or information on what's going on all over the world. And you've been, you know, head of training and professional services. And the last organization was was LensCart. And I think that's that's super important. And you've also been trained in in Africa as well. So you're kind of like the global optometrist. So it's, I'm glad to have you on here today. So welcome, welcome. And I, I think our listeners will have uh, will get some great knowledge of what optometry is like all over the world. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. So first, I, I you know, I just want to talk about like, uh, what are the career options for corporate optometry in, in India and in Dubai? Uh, what does that look like for optometrists? So uh, the term corporate optometry, basically like uh, now uh, all the leading uh, uh, brands, leading corporates have started uh, uh, focusing on this optical segment. So back in India, um, say when I started my career, uh, we had very limited corporates like uh, GKB Optical, uh, Lawrence and Mayo Optical. They were uh, a chain with some 50 outlets, but then uh, we had Titan Industries coming in titan uh, were pre uh, previously into watches and they ventured into eyewear and uh, titan came in and they started having a benchmark for optometrists so uh, corporate optometrists started from therein and then uh, last decade we have uh, a new entrant in the market particularly in india uh, that is lenscart and lenscart has uh, grown uh, rapidly uh, currently there are thousand stores and this clearly shows that uh, if you are a part of, uh, of corporates like this, then as an optometrist, you have a lot of opportunity to grow uh, with the company. So uh, if I consider my very own example, I joined one of the corporate as just an optometrist uh, with Titan Eyeglass. And then in the very same company as Titan was expanding, I got the role of store manager and then I was able to handle the region wherein I was uh, working as a cluster optometrist uh, doing all the troubleshoots. Um, coming to uh, Lenscart, um, I joined there as a trainer initially and then as the company was expanding, had an opportunity to grow from trainer to regional manager to national manager. Now this regional manager and national manager both happened to be in training segment, uh, luckily for me. And uh, uh, basically in training, I used to cover uh, all the clinical aspects of how to do refraction and then dispensing. So back in India, uh, if I talk about the practice, uh, we don't have a separate uh, dispensing uh, optician and optometrist. Uh, generally, the optometrists themselves have to uh, take care of both. So basically, the dispensing aspect of spectacles and everything is being taken care of by optoms. And Overall, the professional service team, which we called in the previous organization at Lenscart, uh, we were training both the aspects. So the new optometrists, when they come in, we train them on that. So career perspective, an optometrist can join in and then they can work as a optometrist at store doing clinical practice. Uh, from there on, they can become uh, 
say cluster optometrist for say about 10 stores then there on they become trainer from there on they become regional manager and then national manager so this is a hierarchy stepwise where people can grow and like every two years you can see like company like lenscar can offer it little early because uh, the way they are expanding but then at uh, other corporates like titan it may take about two two and a half years for an optometrist to jump from one role to other role now um now my understanding is in india uh doctors are mostly employed by the corporation they don't rent space and just do the eye exams or a separate business like it is here in the u.s is that correct uh back in india we also have like say for about uh, 20 percent of total uh, optometrists uh, who are into their own private practice they are well established uh, but uh, remaining 80% uh, are employed by corporates. Now, when I talk about corporates, it's not just optician, but then there are also like lens manufacturing units. There are also like IOL manufacturing units and then contact lens itself. So every, uh, every department have their own professional service uh, group and then optometrists are primarily being, uh, you know, um, being employed there. So the and private practice is less. Yeah, and how does that how how is that in Dubai and maybe in South Africa? If you have any information, corporate optometry is it similar? Is it different? So when I talk about uh, Dubai uh, as such, uh, I have been to Dubai just recently, and I was just uh, uh, going through the market, and I found that most of the opto optometrists here in Dubai uh, they are employed. Uh, they don't have their own private uh, practice uh, because of the uh, overall business uh, environment here, wherein you need to have. Uh, a local uh, person from the country to be a partner so that's the reason uh, it, having an individual outlet becomes a little challenge but very few uh, independent optometrists are there practicing their own stuff uh, but uh, most of the optometrists in the region are all employed with uh, big corporates so at dubai the ratio happens to be 90 uh, 10 or maybe even lesser yeah do you have any information on corporate optometry in South Africa? Or I know you studied there, but. So uh, I'm doing my PhD uh, from South Africa and uh, uh, I did not have any uh, uh, opportunity to do, actually explore the market. But then uh, during my PhD and when I was talking to a few optometrists uh, who are uh, in my current organization, Riboli, uh, there, there is about like 40% of optomes who are doing their own private practice and 60% uh, 60 of them are with the corporates. Can you give us some leading names uh, in, of corporate optometry in India and maybe Dubai as well um, and see how that compares to here in the US? So uh, uh, as I was already highlighting in India, back in India, we have uh, chains like Lenscart, which is leading now with 1000 stores. And then we have Titan Eye Plus, uh, which are about some 600 stores. Uh, apart from that, we have uh, small regional chains like Specs uh, Makers, and then you have uh, uh, Lawrence and Mayo, GK, GKB, all these are national chains. They have a uh, national presence. Um, when I talk about Dubai, uh, basically uh, not just Dubai, but the entire UAE and the Gulf region, we have uh, three major leading opticians uh, like Maghrabi, Yatim optician, and then we have Rivoli chains, Rivoli group. So Rivoli group uh, is like expanding. Currently, they are at uh, about eight, 86 stores and they have a plan of uh, expanding to say about 100, 120 stores this year and uh, when i talk about uh, uh, overall uh, corporate uh, environment here the other corporates are like uh, you have johnson and johnson uh, working with uh, a different trading company and uh, 
we have alcon we have uh, again lenskart starting up in dubai so uh, many corporates are now coming in and uh, apart from just optician there are also like uh, uh, iul companies like uh, you have zeiss you have uh, bosch and lom everything available back in india as well as in dubai so the functioning remains almost the same for both the countries as such yeah here in the us uh, slr exotica is is a large entity and i know they're global <clears throat> because they they also purchased grand vision over the last couple of years yes Yes. How, how what is their presence in in india and dubai so um slr uh, in terms of lenses uh, back in india they hold a major market share so um, all the um, uh, labs that are available in india which are able to customize lenses uh, are owned by slr um when when we talk about uh, different chains um, most of the corporate chains are dealing with slr lenses which eventually says that uh, how big they are uh lenskart uh, do not deal directly with the slr but yes the products which they uh, procure uh, few of the labs are owned by slr so everywhere uh, slr part comes in now when we talk about india basically the brands like rayban oakley and vogue these are major uh, moving uh, frame brands and luxotica plays a very major role back in india but uh, when i talk about dubai market altogether it's it's very different it's like uh, yeah still luxotica uh, plays a major share here but then there are also other groups uh, which deals with uh, uh, luxury products so you have a different uh, segment of uh, customers and consumers who would want to go in for a different brand altogether like we have kering group which uh, uh, owns a lot of uh, luxury brands of eyewear and then we have marcolin group so in terms of yes value uh, luxotica happens to be 10 times bigger but then uh, there are also other groups existing in this part of the world when i talk about dubai now uh, the only concept which is like uh, um, very famous and picking up No, we just have a glitch here. Uh, let's see if it comes back. We're gonna put this. I'm gonna put this on hold for a second. I guess it's gonna try to come back to the stream. It must be like a internet issue. All right, we're back. Sorry. 
we lost a little bit of connection there. Yeah, I am sorry. I had some. Uh, okay. That's okay. Uh, yeah, just continue on your thoughts. I mean. Yeah, so I was just talking about Zeiss Vision Center as a concept here uh, in Dubai. So uh, Zeiss comes up with an exclusive outlet wherein uh, they have uh, their entire journey uh, for the customer experience. So right from uh, initial appointment to understanding the lifestyle and then taking them through the entire process of uh, the examination and then final steps of dispensing, everything is automated. So it, everything comes up as a history and summary on one platform, and then it becomes very easy for you to uh, pitch the products uh, and explain customer why they need a particular solution. So this is a new concept, which is really uh, picking pace. Uh, if you ask me if, if this is existing in India, yes, it do exist with uh, India, but uh, uh, very few limited reputed uh, opticians, not at the corporate level, but uh, an independent opticians are actually doing this uh, particular Zeiss Vision Center. But when we, when I compare India and uh, UAE market, in UAE, uh, the corporate chains are getting into these particular concepts. So currently, um, my current organization, Jigoli, we have different concepts wherein we have something for every uh, uh, other consumers. Then we have a concept for luxury consumers. And then we have this ZVC concept. So uh, slowly, the corporates are now having uh, within within their uh, vicinity. They are having different uh, concepts available to cater to different segments of consumers. Yeah, I think I've I've heard this vision center, Zeiss vision center issue and uh, um, concept in Central America in the past. So uh, you know, it's good nice to see here in the U.S. We don't have that per se. Um, we don't know what the future holds. Um, mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of nice just to see what's going on in other countries because I really think that what is was was passing or being successful will be brought to the US sooner or later. So yes. um, <clears throat> what uh, model uh, business is, is really exciting advantages in practicing in, in India and, and Dubai? Uh, so basically, like, you know, uh, uh, my previous organization, like, uh, uh, especially LensCut. So it is like tech enabled uh, company. Uh, the entire uh, optical uh, unit uh, and the way they actually uh, attract consumers and uh, the way they, uh, they focus on customer service is all fueled by technology and data. So uh, this is something which is exciting. And uh, um, what we used to do, even like, you know, we, I have just started back here in Dubai, but uh, in the previous organization, we used to have a dashboard wherein any optometrist uh, starting their career in, in, in the organization, they will they can see how many eye tests they have done and what uh, customer talks about their experience with this optometrist. Like they're happy, confident about the product, confident about the overall eye test that they receive. So all these feedback and everything is visible for the optometrist on a, sim on a single dashboard. So technology is something which is which is really changing the way we practice. It becomes easier for us to track how the optometrists perform. Uh, it, become, it becomes really very really easy to train them. It becomes easy for us to actually, uh, even for the optometrist who is practicing, it becomes very easier for him to him or her to see what exactly, where they exactly stand and where they need to improve. So uh, there was a process like customer feedback. Then we used to do uh, audits uh, in terms of uh, how they are 
good technically, how they are good with troubleshooting, how they are good with dispensing, and all these uh, data points were available to them to see where they need to actually improve. And those data will, will then get connected to all the uh, educational resources. They just need to click and they can access those resources. So it is like a continuous uh, system. Now, similarly, if you talk about uh, uh, backend integration, customer experience, so you would have already experienced Amazon.com and stuff wherein you know they focused a lot of a lot on customer experience. Similar uh, thing is coming into now optical chains and uh, and this is actually you know revolution completely changing the landscape of, uh, uh, of of optical practice in India basically. Uh, back in Dubai here, uh, the technology uh, being used like high-end uh, instruments and uh, the way we give clinical experience uh, when I was talking about size vision center, uh, your auto for opters, comparison becomes easy for uh, consumers. So that is something which is exciting back here. But then uh, technology is still not at that pace as it is in India. This is what I found in terms of uh, only, only in terms of optical landscape, but then all other uh, technologies are in place uh, at par with what it is there in India. Yeah. Um, what are hours of operation? How, what are the, are the, most of the corporate opticals open seven days a week. Are they open 10 to 8? I'm just trying to compare here with the U.S. So generally, uh, the work hours is going to be nine hours uh, for an uh, opton. So there are shifts. So uh, particularly every outlet will have about two to three optometrists available and they work in, they work in shifts. Uh, it's going to be just one day off a week. So that's how corporate function. But then uh, there are like, uh, uh, you know, you have casual leave, you have paid leave. So those uh, other additional leaves, uh, entitlements are always there. So nine hours a day is uh, particularly the work hour which the optometry does. But then if I have to talk about how many eye tests they perform per day, then uh, uh, previous organization, like uh, they were about, uh, they were doing about eight eye tests per day. Uh, per optom, so that is uh, the calculation that they do. Um, you know, in, in on a on a oh, weekday, so, okay, and yeah, then so, the weekend it happened to be about about say fifteen itists. Okay, yeah. So they're, I mean, they're there nine hours a day, but they're basically seeing like one patient an hour then. Yes. Okay, so it's not okay. Um, and then, what are salaries there? I mean, can you compare it? Do you have an idea to compare it to the U.S. and like okay, that, so or... in US dollars, I think uh, uh, the monthly salary for an optom average would be about uh, uh, something between um, three eighty to four hundred dollars, and uh, uh, yeah, yearly it will work on towards say uh, between five thousand to six thousand dollars. Okay, so it's again different. It's a lot different, but I mean, in a, in, a, in a country where things are much cheaper in general, so um, that's good to know there. Um, and Dubai, is that the same thing? The, the model, is it one patient per hour, two patients? What is, is, what is, what is that there? It is, it is much lower here because, uh, uh, again, uh, in Dubai, we have a, a tourist customer. Most of, most of them are tourists. So uh, optometrists are not just involved in the clinical examination, but also uh, more into dispensing, recommending products. So uh, the sunglass share happens to be little on a higher side when, when we compare to any other uh, optical retail market across the world. So uh, the share of sunglass here back in Dubai is more. So dispensing happens to be uh, the major uh, uh, 
this thing set up uh, compared to the clinical workings. So an optometrist on average does about two to three eye tests a day. So oh, okay. uh, the working hour is uh, about eight hours. And then if you compare that with, uh, so it's about an eye test every two hours or two and a half hours. Okay, but are they doing the full exam and then they're also dispensing glasses and fitting glasses as well? So they're doing all yeah. that too. Because here in the sure. US, doctors will just focus on the exam, then they'll transfer it over to the optician. And if the patient comes to pick up their glasses, they do that. Um, now, are, are glasses made on site? Because uh, I know you said Dubai is high. Um, on tourist, yeah. Tourist rate, yeah. Yeah, so the few glasses, like when we say FSP, the stock lenses, um, if uh, the power range falls within that, then uh, it has been given in two, three hours. Uh, but then uh, if it is an RX range, then it takes about three to four days to dispense them. So even if they are tourists, basically here, uh, one advantage what uh, the country has developed is like, they always uh, talk about, uh, you know, uh, to the tourists that if there is any eye test or eye related uh, requirement, then they get it uh, upfront when they land here so that uh, the glasses may take four to five days to be ready. So even tourists are aware of that, uh, unless and until we just get in some emergencies. But then yes, we do also have uh, labs here to support just in case uh, um, there is or we'll say one or two such cases which we need to cater to. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for joining us today for this live event. Sorry, everyone, for the glitch. It happens with the live event. Um, but it's just great to get information on, on optometry, corporate optometry in India and Dubai and just see how it differs here with the U.S. Because for me, it's, it's exciting to learn all this different stuff and just to connect with optometrists all over the world. I think it's, it's good to kind of work together um, to, to build our profession and, and, and expand because I know each country has different scopes of practice and things like that. And if here at the U.S., we can help optometrists all over the world, why not, you know, and, 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 and better care for our patients and better for our industry. So I want to thank you so much for joining us. If somebody wants to contact you, um, can you provide your email address? Yeah, so it's uh, uh, emurtuza at gmail.com. Maybe I'll just uh, put up on a chat as well if you want uh, for that. Sure. And then, yeah, when, and then people can comment. You can put it there as well as, as people watch, the, you know, the video as well um, after the fact. But thank you so much for joining us. And it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.